Welcome to the weekly podcast of the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. VOH Radio brings an in-depth understanding of the scriptures prophetically, rich revelation of the early church apostolic fathers, and biblical interpretation of the biggest news and political stories of our day. Take VOH Radio with you on the go. Listen on demand weekly. New programs released every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, and more. To partner with us, please go to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Or email us at radio at voh.church. You're listening to The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. Hallelujah. Bless you out there, all those listeners across the nations. This is The Voice of Healing Radio, and I'm Mike Petro. This concert has been a blessing, but actually one of the artists I really wanted to talk to is a brother that, you know, when I listen to his lyrics, when I listen to his heart and what the Lord has been showing him, I, I, I realize that he's just not a performer. He's just not an artist. He's been anointed of God, and I believe that this brother is going to be a trumpet to wake up a lot of people within the body of Christ in a supernatural way. And I'm talking about Marcus Rogers. Um, God has been pulling him aside. I, he was just listening uh, to his testimony. The Lord is basically giving him the keys to a, a facility uh, in Chicago. And there's so much need for the, the, the Chicago Hallelujah, to have a light in that area of bringing an awakening. And I believe the Lord is going to use this man, amen, just to do that. And man of God, Marcus, it's good to have you. I'm blessed to have you here with us. And I I just, uh, what got you into hip-hop? What, what was the catalyst where God began to speak to your heart? Um, I've always been a worshiper, and the rest of my family, you know, they can sing. Uh, I played the drums in church. And I, I desired to sing, but it wasn't as, you know, beautiful as my brother, <laughs> my sister, my mother. And so um, I started writing raps, and um, that was just my way of worshiping. And there's many times that uh, I would rap, and I would feel the presence of, you know, the Holy Spirit just come in. And I knew that he was validating it, you know, Amen. if you're doing it with the right heart. So to me, it's just a form of worship. Amen. So you grew up in the church. Yes. So— so growing up in the church and, and God opening your eyes to, you know, uh, what is going on there, all of a sudden, you know, this happened to me. I grew up in, in ministry. I was in the ministry from a, uh, a young age or in, in church from a young age, but I really wasn't living it, right? But all of a sudden, when the Lord made me serious, he really made me serious. He started taking old habits and things out of my life. Did you have like a defining moment as you came along? Uh, yeah, my mother raised us in church. Um, about 12 years old, I was going to uh, commit suicide. And uh, long story short, I climbed the, the bridge over there on Lakeshore Drive and I was getting ready to jump. And I just felt the uh, hand of God Grabbed the back of my neck, and he said, uh, don't do it. You know, son, I got a plan for your life. And um, I stepped off the bridge, and I was just, you know, crying, and I went back home. And eventually I joined the Army. 
Um, I went to Iraq. I went to Afghanistan. Uh, you know, the Lord spared my life many times there. Mm-hmm. I was kind of living in a, as they would say, a backslidden state. Yeah. And um, I came back to the States, and I felt like God gave me several warnings. One night I was in the club, and some girl from the church was there. She came, and she kissed me on the cheek. She's like, oh, you know, we're not supposed to be in here. I'm like, oh, you know, get off me. I'm trying to party. And probably about and a couple minutes later, like, we got jumped by, like, 30 people. And I remember laying in the fetal position, getting stomped out. I said, God, if you get me out of this, you know, I'll never, you know, come to the club again. He got me out of it, went back to the club the next week. And mm-hmm. long story short, you know, ended up in a shootout. They mm-hmm. had um circled, uh, they circled the truck, about five or six cars. And I felt like I was, you know, going to die. But something in the spirit, I felt my mother was praying for me. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning, and I just knew, like, she was up. Like, God woke her up, and I heard a voice tell me to look up. Looked in the rearview mirror. They started shooting the truck up, and I just kind of backed out, and nobody got hit. And after that, I I never looked back. You know, I just went back to church and started developing a relationship instead of just religion. Amen. Amen. Brother, I, you know— the Lord spared you for a reason yes, several times. The Lord did it with me many times, too. I, the, I've had guns to my head, many things uh, that happened to me that I shouldn't be here. But I'm, I'm still here because the Lord had a plan. And, and when, when God saves you in those type of situations, it's because he's called you out to do something that nobody else will do. And I keep feeling that when I'm around you. Like, there's a special call on your life. Amen? Um, so many kids— I. You know, uh, I was saying it earlier that so many kids that are being influenced by such a negative message in hip-hop in the worldly side. And I mean, you know, I've been asked over and over in uh, other meetings that we're doing and stuff and people reaching out and talking about, like, the conference, uh, the concert that was down here a few weeks ago. And as I was looking at some of the video, I, I could see the 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 signs the satanic symbols and stuff like that do do you see god getting ready to to move in hip hop in a way that his glory will be seen learn on the go with the voice of healing video on demand platform stream hours of rich understanding on any platform any device anytime and anywhere right at your fingertips Your calling is great and your promise is huge. Gain access to all the broadcasts that The Voice of Healing is releasing worldwide and catch fire for this next season. Sign up today by heading to voh.church slash watch and be inspired. I believe he's going to move in a way that, you know, uh, I've seen him do this before. You know, I came up a certain background that was very strict. And since then, you know, I've been back to some of those churches. And so when it—they like the preaching, but then, you know, when you rap, you can see the skepticism and things like that. But um, when we transition to worship and the Spirit comes in, they can't deny it, you know, no matter, you know, what. And so I believe that, you know, God created all things, as as Colossians says, and we just have to take dominion and authority over it. And uh, the music, you know, even with Saul, he he would have David come and— minister to him on the harp. So that, that's how I look at it. And then I also look at it as a language, you know. Some people speak Spanish. Some people speak German, English. Uh, hip-hop, when you put it to a certain beat, it speaks to those young guys. You know, it's people Amen. like my mom, they're like, I don't understand what you're saying. But those young people, it's like they you're hear. speaking a language that they can comprehend. 
Amen. You, you know, in the early church, they have what was called the apostolic language, right? <laughs> yes. It was a language that <laughs> the Jewish people weren't uh, uh, speaking. It's interesting what you're saying because I, I was, you know, I, I, didn't, I knew nothing about hip-hop. I really, I came from a background of just traveling nations and, and learning so many different cultures. But uh, we had a, a young man in our church that actually came out of the secular side of it and and uh, the Lord gave me a word that he'd be doing it again. And it was like when it came out of my mouth, it was like, Lord, for real? I mean, you know, he's going to go back into the hip-hop, right? And uh, he came to me. The Lord was starting start to give him music, right, and words. And as soon as he, him and his mom came, and I was listening to what he was saying, and it blew me away. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, Cantor. The Jews and the early church when, when they would get up and read the scriptures, they would have somebody else sing the same scriptures. So they would sing the words of the scripture, right? And they called them cantors. And I, it hit me. I said, these, these men are cantors for this next move. Because it's one thing if I preach a message, people go, oh, that's a good message. He was talking about this. It's another thing if they're singing your song over and over and over, and those lyrics have scripture in them. All of a sudden, they're singing that, and they're getting the Word of God in them, and, the, and that ability to, for that Word to begin to transform them is there. Amen? Yes, sir. And, and so, I, you know, um, very few people I see in any music are, are anointed, and one of the things I see on you, Marcus, is that there's an anointing on your life. I love you in the words you sing and the things that, that, uh, that the Lord's using you in. Amen? You. If you were out there to talk to any of the young kids, what would you— what would you know, that they're going through hard things. We get so many people that call us and they're like, you know, my life is this, my life is that. And they they need, you know, they need to hear, they need a word. What would you say to those to those kids? I would say uh, to those young kids that the enemy is always trying to um, assign an identity to us. So they do that through uh, gangs, you know, people wanting to be involved, so they join the gang. Um, a lot of people want to be rappers because they're looking for some form of identity. Um, we see, like, for example, the black Hebrew Israelites, they're looking for an identity. Mm -hmm. And so the thing is to, you know, when you seek God, he's going to show you who you are. And then when he shows you who you are, and he more, more importantly, when he shows you who he is, then he can show you who you are. Uh, and then you begin to see greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So when my identity is in Christ and, and I, I'm moving, you know, according to the word and the will of God, uh, we say, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. You'll find out yeah. that drugs, drinking, none of that stuff can compare. And I always tell the young people, I've done, you know, every sin that you could probably think of. And at the end, it just leaves you empty. Amen, you know, and there's no feeling like just uh, sitting in the presence of God. The Bible says in his presence, there's fullness, Amen. fullness of joy. There's nothing like that, you know. And so I just try to live my life in a way that young people want what I have. And that's what I always tell uh, believers. You know what I'm saying? The Bible says, he that winneth souls is wise. Amen. So if I'm walking around depressed and defeated and discouraged and looking miserable, why would anyone want that? So I just try to, what possible where sermons written in the flesh, I want them to look at me and say, man, I want that. You know, I want that change in my life. Yes, sir. That's a good word, brother. You know, I, I, I just, I, I feel like I got to say this to you. Um, I very rarely give words over radio, but... Every time you're talking, the Lord keeps bringing up the story to me about Peter. And Satan has to sift Peter. And 
Jesus said, I pray that you get through the sifting, that you might convert your brethren, meaning Peter would never have had the authority he had unless he went through those siftings. So that authority that the Lord gave him over Satan was the very thing that he had authority over others to bring them in. And I, that word is for you, Marcus. I, I feel like you've been through a lot of things in your life. And some of those things you view as very negative or, or why do I have to go through this? And the reason is the same reason that Peter had to go through it in order to convert others. And brother, there is going to be a very positive time in your life that you're getting ready to step into. I promise you that. And I know that some of the things you look at in the past still sort of want to run up on you, but man of God, I'm telling you this, all those things are going to give you an authority over the darkness side, over the side of darkness, over what the enemy's done. And you're going to be shocked about what God's going to do through your life, brother. Amen. Well, every time we get in a good interview, we we run out of time fast. And Marcus, I, I want to I want you to come back. I want to do some stuff with you. Amen. Yes, sir. When we get the studios up, we want I want to do some stuff like shows with you, stuff like that, because I think that you I, I just see you as a man of authority. I see that what God has done in you, that sifting is is making you for real. You're not in this for for anybody else but Jesus. Amen. And so we're going to do more together. And and I appreciate you. Um, you're going to have my number, and we're going to do some stuff together. Amen, man of God. It'll be a privilege. Hallelujah. We, we want to thank all our listeners out there. Please, if people want to get a hold of you, Marcus, how do they do that? <laughs> well, it depends on who's trying to get a hold of you. <laughs> <laughs> the good people. <laughs> uh, uh, most people contact me through the uh, website, www.marcusrogersministries.org. Um, and then I, I would tell them, you know, that if it's really from the your Holy Spirit leading it, just message me on Facebook or Instagram, and God yeah. always highlights it to me. It'll stand out. You know, one of the things we're doing here in Houston is a lot of uh, veterans are coming in with yeah. PTSD. The Lord's given our ministry an anointing to get those men of God set free. Yes. And I, for some reason, I just feel like you're supposed to be part of that, for brother. Sure. So I just want to thank you again. For those that are, that are listening and throughout the nations, we just want to thank you for tuning in to the Voice of Healing Radio. And please, if if you have a need, if there's something that's going on in your life and you need somebody to talk to, give us a call. I mean, nobody should go through things alone. And, and God has created a staff within our ministry that you can call us 24-7 and we will reach out to you. Hallelujah. And, and we will help you through that situation. God bless you. And we will talk to you. We'll see you tomorrow. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Your financial gift helps the Voice of Healing Radio bring revelation to God's kingdom and to the nations. Have a testimony or prayer request? Call us at 1 877 440 3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or send us an email at radio at voh.church. And don't forget to add VOH Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your current updates. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petrone.